0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Dr. Selwyn Howard Show. Our guest for today is Dr. Chris Williams, a board-certified physiatrist who is fellowship-trained in interventional orthopedics. Welcome to the show, Dr. Williams.
1: Thanks for having me, Doc.
0: All right. Tell the audience a little bit of what you do, this physiatrist, interventional orthopedics. That sounds very new and cutting-edge. Let us, the audience, give us a little brief synopsis of what you do.
1: Yeah, so interventional orthopedics is a newer subspecialty in orthopedics trying to take a non-operative, minimally invasive approach to common musculoskeletal pathology or injuries, you know, whether it be an ACL tear, rotator cuff tear, ankle sprain, or disc herniation in the back, trying to utilize whether it be platelet-rich plasma or um, bone marrow concentrate stem cells, adipose tissue, Um, more in the realm of orthobiologics for the injectates to get a more healing process to occur instead of a temporary fix with some of the traditional musculoskeletal management options that are out there, such as cortisone injections.
0: Sounds very interesting. Uh, It sounds like this is a specialty that can replace some of the more invasive procedures, uh, such as shoulder, knee surgeries, even replacements. Is this correct?
1: Yeah, you know, that's the goal. We always know that there is a place for surgery and definitely a need and necessity for surgery. But, you know, we over-surgerize people in North America, you know, probably in the realm of, you know, somewhere between 50 to 70 percent of surgeries can be deemed as unnecessary if you look at the literature. And so, you know, when we look at different outcomes, we're able to intervene earlier and also from a lower or less invasive standpoint to prevent people from having big surgeries with less downtime, um, quicker return to sport or quicker return to activity, less um, absenteeism from work. So just saving the overall economy a lot of money and, and also just giving people back to their functional um, status quicker than possible so they can do the things they like to do.
0: So tell me this, what's your uh, patient uh, base? It sounds like uh, it's sports related. Is it uh, elderly? Uh, what, what's the uh, age of the population that you serve?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. You know, we treat the whole spectrum. Everybody from adolescents that may tear their meniscus or get injuries from playing sports at the um, middle school and high school level to, you know, weekend warriors, to professional athletes, to our elderly folks that are just trying to be able to walk to the mailbox and have better quality of life. So everybody in between.
0: So this is a non-disclaimer. Dr. Williams is a client of mine. We've been working since 7 this morning. It's probably about 430 going on five o'clock on um, patients all day. So he is true. He uh, deals with a variety of patients from young to old. We've done some teenagers since I've been here with them. We've done some elderly people. Mostly uh, what I've noticed too is we do a lot of people who are trying to get up and be- become active and remain active. Uh, that seems to be the set. We've also done a couple of professional athletes as well. So it, it uh, spans the globe. Tell me this, Dr. Williams. How did you uh, have an interest in physiatry? Uh, you know, we both are medical doctors and we both uh, determined the specialties that we would choose, but there's a wider rate. Tell tell the, the audience a little bit of why physiatry.
1: Yeah, for me physiatry was like a Swiss army knife. You know, I didn't come into medicine knowing or having a, a preconception of what I wanted to do because I had virtually no exposure prior to going to medical school. So. I was one of the people that was in medical school, and I liked everything. Whether it be internal medicine, I liked psychiatry. I thought surgery was okay. I didn't really like the personality types um, with some of the surgeons that I encountered, so they kind of brushed me in a, a wrong way a little bit there. But I really enjoyed everything. I love to do procedures with my hands as well. So, you know, physiatry provided me an outlet to be able to have all those different aspects of medicine. So. You know, the field being as broad as it is, you can do strictly inpatient medicine if you want to. You can do outpatient only. You can focus on pediatrics. You can do cancer rehabilitation. You can become a a proceduralist and do only procedures if you want to as well. So also you can do things like women's health. So it's such a broad and cool field that I really gravitated towards it once I found out about it. It's kind of a hidden gem out there. I think more and more people know about it now because it's considered a lifestyle specialty, but it's more of a hidden gem out there.
0: Okay, tell us a little bit about your background. Uh, I know a little bit about you. I know you served a, a few days in the Air Force, but uh, let us know how did you come about to even decide that you want to be a physician. Just start off. You can start wherever you want to, uh, childhood or uh, whenever. Go ahead and let us know.
1: Yeah, cool. Um, so I, I'm born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. You know, grew up with three siblings. And, you know, single parent household and very, you know, poor conditions in public housing, living and growing up in the projects, essentially. And so, you know, didn't have a dad around, didn't meet my dad until I was in my 20s, 26 years old. Searched him online and went and showed up at his house um, and knocked on his door. Um, But, you know, for me, the things that I knew growing up, I had my brother, my older brother was about five and a half years older than me he decided that he wanted to go into the Air Force because he had a a cousin that went into the Air Force. And so, you know, I followed in his footsteps because he came home with nice car, nice clothes. And so I wanted to kind of have a pathway to do that. If he would have been someone that went into medicine and, you know, did the same thing and became a medical doctor, I probably would have wanted to do that as well. But one thing I knew growing up and coming out of high school is that I hated school and I was never going to college. (laughs) So... I barely graduated. I was a bad student, you know, getting into trouble, you know, was actually arrested um, as a juvenile for, you know, committing some crimes and stuff like that. But, you know, um, my mother always stayed on top of me and really made sure I tried to stay focused and, you know, and at least graduated. So once i was able to get all my absentees reversed um i was able to graduate thankfully it was a 2.06 grade point average you need a 2.0 to get out the door so i squeaked by and then decided i was going into the air force and did that for four years and you know had a fantastic air force you know minimum small minimum career But it did grow me up. It gave me a lot of discipline, um, and you know, showed me how the real world is, and it doesn't necessarily revolve around you. And it helped me to get responsibility, as well. Um, So after that, um, I decided to actually go to college. Once I got out of the military, Um, did you know my undergrad in about two and a half years, and decided I wanted to go to medical school. I finished college. With a 3.93 grade point average, graduated summa cum laude, and you know, figured school wasn't as bad, so might as well keep going. And went to medical school at Emory, and kind of the rest is history. And try to, you know, make sure I, I give the younger generation and folks that are younger than me, you know, a positive image and a positive role model to see what's possible, even though you might not know that there's certain things that are possible coming from the circumstances that you brought up in. Yes.
0: Did you have any mentors that, that kind of guided you or was this a, a self-fulfilling uh, thing for you?
1: Yeah, this was all trial and error, man. Once I went into the military, I did have a couple guys that kind of took me under their wing um, that were older older than I was and that were taking classes with their GI Bill. And so I figured that, well, why not? I end up getting my associates um, online Um, while I was was still in the military. So, when I got out of the military, I already had an associate's degree. Um, And so, you know, just really having that exposure to education was the biggest motivation and influence for me um, as well. So, that really helped to change me um, and change my trajectory also.
0: Okay. Uh, Also, you're an entrepreneur. You have your own business which is unusual for your age group of people. Uh, Even my age group, things are changing in medicine so much it's becoming more of a uh, big box market like a Walmart. All of these corporations and hospitals are buying all the little offices and uh, medical clinics out and hospitals are merging. So what gave you that drive to be an entrepreneur and and, uh, go against the grain, which is what you're doing?
1: Yeah, it's not something that I was born with for sure, but when I was finishing my fellowship, I was actually going to just, you know, do the, the status quo. I was going to get a job as a, as, a, as a regular medical doctor working in the practice and the company that I'm affiliated with called Regenix, they were going to open a clinic in Atlanta and let me be kind of the lead physician running the practice there. But then, you know, through some corporate changes and infrastructural changes, um, they decided not to open a clinic in Atlanta, but I knew that Atlanta was where I was going to reside at after fellowship, so I decided that well, if they can do it, then I can do it. So you know, I started reading several books on business management um, and also running your own practice and just trying to educate myself as much as possible and just open my own practice. And right now, in the third year of being open,
0: very uh, exciting times for you, and I'm very impressed, uh, young man. I'm the elder of this group, even though it seems like I shouldn't be. But I, time moves on. But I'm uh, very impressed with this young man. His setup, his office, his staff. And tell us again where are you located, Doctor Williams?
1: I'm in Buckhead, so off East Pace's Ferry, three seventy one East Pace's Ferry Road, northeast, right near the shops of Buckhead. Um, you know, I do have a orthopedic specialty practice, and you know, we provide high level concierge medicine. Essentially, how medicine should be practiced. We don't have all the red tape of dealing with a lot of insurance, um, but we also just try to make things as reasonable price as possible, but providing excellent care and excellent service so that way people can, you know, live the, the type of life that they want to live and have a great and exceptional quality of life.
0: Do you have a website or a Instagram account or something where people can get in contact with you?
1: I do. My website is www. I-O-A regenerative.com and my Instagram is ATL stem cell doc and I post a lot of educational information on cutting edge research that's coming out, but also some cool family pictures and cute pictures of the kids and all that fun stuff also.
0: Good question for you then. How do you incorporate all of this? Your wife is, I hear also a physician as well, so you're pretty busy people. How are you able to incorporate all of this and have a, a healthy lifestyle as well.
1: Man, I do a lot of juggling. Um it's it's a lot of sleepless nights sometimes, but you know, we're very fortunate. She works hard. She does a lot of call as well as, as you know, as an OBGYN. Um we do lean on family. Her mother uh, her mother, my mother in law is still helping out with the kids. She's actually present pregnant right now, um, due October eighteenth, which is about uh, five weeks from now. So
0: Congratulations.
1: Yeah, it takes a village as they say.
0: Sure. It sure does. So my background, I uh, two-parent household, father was a a, a chemist. Uh, My mother was a registered nurse. So I kind of came up through the normal regimen. As you can say, there's no such thing as normal anymore. But the impressive thing about it is that you found a way regardless of the circumstances that you were in and you're providing excellent service, uh, your brand of excellence uh, and also without having the role models there. And I think that's the thing that people still have to understand that in spite of whatever your circumstances are, you can do it. Now, I, you know, went the the conventional route, I went to Morehouse College, uh, went to Howard, I went to George Washington for residency, and I also had a stint in the Navy as well. But uh, the circumstances of Dr. Williams, which I'm so excited to have him on the show, is that in spite of this Gentleman told he barely barely graduated from high school and went to college and had a three point nine. So, it was motivation, inspiration. Never was aptitude. Probably was some attitude. Mm-hmm. But you have to have a chance to grow up. And the thing about it is, you have to have people who are willing to give you a chance once you grow up. And also, you don't want to have uh, things in your life that are life altering and that you cannot change. So. Uh, Trouble will find people. We've all had our trouble. I came up with a two-parent household, but I still got in a little trouble, uh, as we all do. But the key to it all is to not give up, to always persevere. Dr. Williams, we're going to end on that note. I thank you for being here. I will welcome you to come back and do another show with us. Again, tell us one more time your office because you're a guy, I think, who has a tremendous future and uh Just give the audience another address for you.
1: Yeah, so uh, my practice is Interventional Orthopedics in Buckhead at 371 East Paces Ferry Road, Northwest. And the website is www.ioaregenerative.com. And give me a follow on IG at atlstemcell.com.
0: All righty, we will do. And on that note, the end of another Selwyn Howard show. Thank you for joining me, and I will see you soon.